Welcome to the podcast, these Idiots True Crime Podcast. I am your host, Shayla, a.k.a. Idiot One. Tabitha is not going to be able to record this weekend. She's at home resting and, um, you know, getting everything prepared in her house and all that stuff. She is about to have her baby, guys. This is so exciting. So hopefully she'll be able to record next weekend. We're not really sure. Just Totally depends, you know, like I said, she's having a baby. So we'll keep you updated. Um, nothing else going on right now, but that is so exciting. She's about to be a mom. I'm so excited for um, some news with the podcast. Uh, listener support is enabled. Listener support is totally optional. Don't feel like you have to do it. If you don't do it, that is totally cool. You know what? I love you anyways. The best way to support the podcast is by listening. And if you like it, hey, tell a friend. And if you hear some weird background noise, my boyfriend is right beside me watching a football game or whatever. Honey, tell everyone hi. Hi, how's it going? Okay, yeah. He's, he doesn't care. He's watching his game. He's not watching the game. He's keeping score and just looking on the internet. Okay, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna, I'm, I'm going to cut you off on that one. Okay, wait up. Uh, me and Tabitha, we're going to do like our own personal ghost stories this weekend to, you know, start off the month of October. October, our theme is going to be all things supernatural, ghosts, and, you know, spooky stories. But unfortunately, I went to her house. I mean, that's not unfortunately. I love hanging out with Tabitha at her house. But I went to her house. We recorded. And the audio was awful, guys. Like, her next door neighbors were doing some construction work or whatnot. So it just sounded like trash. And we're going to try to record that later on because Tapta had like an awesome story that I wanted everyone to hear and you would have loved it. But again, blame her neighbors for deciding to do construction randomly on a Thursday. Like who does that guys? Everyone does that. I'm sure but still it ruined my audio. Um, so instead, I have asked friends and family members if they have any ghost stories they would like, you know, to share. And I'm going to play a clip. I did like an interview with my mom. I learned a lot of stuff from talking to my mom. I learned some stuff about our family history that I did not know. So like apparently... My great-grandmother lived in a murder house, maybe. So you're going to listen to this clip right now. Okay, so I have my lovely mother here with me, and she has agreed to tell some of her, like, urban legends, ghost stories, or things that are just, you can't explain. Why don't you tell everyone, Mom? Okay, I'll just start with my mother. When she was in the hospital, and this was before she was diagnosed with cancer, uh, my dad had been passed for several years before this. And when I went in the hospital, she asked me where my dad was. And I said, I didn't know what to say. So I just said, Mom, I don't know. And she said, uh, well, do you know when Armis is going to come get me? And I said, no, Mom, I said, you know how men are. You never know what they're doing. And then she said, well, Armas will come and get me when it's time. And I left her just bawling because I knew that was her way of saying. Something that, was wrong. Yeah, that she, and then after that, she was diagnosed with cancer and probably only lived about six months. 
Yeah, and you said that there was some other that wasn't like the first like sort of story you've had that's like you can't really explain or you knew like there was a sign no there's just well like when my I mean there's always seems like there's been stuff in the past like when my grandmother my dad's mom was real sick I was staying with her because she had had a stroke and she's pretty much in her right mind but she just had to have help and stuff and uh, one day she was like Doris, come get this baby. And I'm like, Grandma, there's no baby over there. Yes, Doris, there's a baby in here. Come get this baby. And there was a, a baby in there, so I just pretended like I'd taken a baby. And she's like, you didn't take this baby. It's still here. And I'm like, yeah, Grandma, I got the baby. And she just looked at me like I was crazy because I don't know. I didn't see what she's seen, but she obviously seen something. How old were you when that happened? I was about 25. And you had already had my brothers? Yeah, Sean was a baby, but he wasn't with me. I was in Kentucky. They were in Tennessee with their dad. He was babysitting while Jack here first. Because I was wondering if that was like her way of like seeing like, wouldn't it have been weird if she said that? And then you found out like a couple weeks later you were pregnant or something? Yeah, but that wasn't. That wasn't the deal? Okay. Um, do you have any urban legends or any ghost stories, especially since you're from like up in the holler of Kentucky? Why don't you tell everyone a little bit about the Mulberry Black thing? Okay, there there was this thing on Ursa Road in Kentucky called Mulberry. And back in the day, years ago, they always said there was this Mulberry Black thing and that it would uh get on the back of horses with people like if people were riding up the road on a horse it just jump on the back with them and ride for a while and jump off and and they seen it everywhere and stuff and this lady that everybody said was a witch died and then nobody seen it again so do they think that she conjured it up I'm, i'm assuming like i said that was years ago but everybody talked into this day you can say in that area something about the mulberry black thing and everybody knows what you're talking about yeah because you used to tell me stories about the mulberry black thing Mm. but wasn't it supposed to be sort of like a cat or something i i can't really remember but i just remember it was black and it it would jump on stuff with people and i also remember my grandmother and my grandfather on my dad's side said that they lived at Mulberry at one time and they swore that it would come sit on their rocking chair on the front porch and rock. And if you'd open the door, it ran off. Do you think it really was just like a big old cat and people are just calling it the thing just to try to say that woman, the witch? Well, I don't think a cat would jump on the back of a horse and ride with people. I've never heard of such thing like that either. I don't know. Cats can do anything they put their mind to. But I just don't think cats run around jumping on horses seriously in the middle of the night. Well, touche. And then they said it would scream. You could hear it screaming all the time and it would, you could hear it crying like a baby and stuff like that. It was eerie. Some of the things people said. Is is there anything else that you've ever had? Any haunted houses you've lived in? Any stories that you can't really explain what happened? 
I've heard a lot of tales like that, not the houses I lived in, but my grandmother used to live in a house that she swore up and down every time it rained that blood would come out in front of the closet and she would scrub and scrub it and it wouldn't go away till the rain stopped. What? Hold on. <laughs> How am I just now hearing this? I have a true crime scary podcast and you're like, oh yeah, by the way, your great grandma had a house where it rained and blood just showed up. No big deal. Yeah, it was in, well, Shayla, I told y'all everything, every story <laughs> I've heard in my life, Lord help, but she, she would say it would rain and blood would come up in front of this closet door and she would scrub and scrub and it would never go away till it quit raining, but then when it rained, it come back. Do you think someone got murdered in that house? Yeah, I come to find out there was someone murdered in that house and fit in that closet. You're just making that no, up. No, I'm not. You're serious? I'm serious. You're like 100% serious. That is what I heard that later they found out after they moved that someone had been stuck in that closet. And I'm just now hearing this. Like, me, that would, I got to do some research about this. Like, but after we get done with this recording, we're going to talk about this. So, legit, anytime it started raining, blood would appear in front of that closet later on in life they found out that someone was murdered and stuck in that closet was that proven or was that hearsay i don't know shola that was before i was born so i'm just telling stories you said to tell stuff that i heard heard i'm just telling you stories i heard when i was a kid that's a story i heard and i don't know i never seen it with my own eyes i just know that's the story they told and i never knew my grandmother ever to lie and so you don't have any firsthand accounts of scary stuff. You don't want to tell people about Larry. Who's Larry? You don't remember Larry or high school trailer ghost? I thought you called him something else. We never seen nothing. We just would have stuff move always around. move around and stuff. I never seen seen it, but we always seen stuff. We would lay stuff out and it'd be gone or like stuff we knew that was there. I mean, you witnessed that. Larry was a good, I, I don't know if his name was Larry. I just called him Larry, but Larry liked to close like drawers and stuff, keep stuff open and like some stuff would move around. But he, I never, I never saw anything, I but I felt like you felt like someone was there, but it wasn't like a scary thing at no. all. It was like a playful yeah. present. Um. So you never saw, you've never seen a ghost before in your life? Well, I've one night seen three soldiers standing beside my bed, but I wasn't threatened because they seemed like they was, they smiled at me and it's almost like they were there to protect me. And I know I was awake because I was like, you're not, I mean, I was talking myself through it. I'm like, you're not sleeping. These are real. And I shut my eyes and opened them and they were gone and I never seen them again, but I never was threatened by them. And maybe I thought I was awake. I don't know. I was talking to myself like I was awake, but maybe that was all a dream. Who knows? Do you remember what they look like? Yeah. How would you describe them? I would say like one was fairly young and the other two was kind of older and they all had on different uniforms like they were different in different services or something oh. and but they were real real old uniforms like they served back in civil war or something 
So you don't know if they were all like, well, I said different colors because I was like, was one a Confederate and one a Union soldier? Or were they, did they all look like, we'll have to research on that. So that's a good, that's, wow. But But like I said, maybe I was asleep and just thought I was awake. I don't know because I never seen that night for that. I wasn't scared and I wasn't, but I do feel like my bedroom something was in there because we had a cat that would not go in my bedroom and he would sit at my door and cry and not go in yeah he hated your bedroom and did you tell about the time you called me when i was at a friend's house okay so one time my mom was at a friend's house and my cat at you know my cat sam was freaking out at her bedroom door and he was just like hissing and just like digging like there was something in your bedroom and it scared me because he's never acted like that before and I literally thought someone broke in the house and that he was like like someone's in the house and so I called you and begged you to come home because I thought someone had broken the house and I come straight home and went in my bedroom and there was nothing nothing in there he was just acting weird. But if you also remember, we, Bentley didn't like your bedroom either. Bentley, my doggy. I know. But, so is there anything else you want to add? No, I think, I think that's about it. Okay. Well, thank you for sharing your stories with everyone, Mom. You're more than welcome. Hey, guys. Welcome back. <clears throat> I was, again, as you could hear, I was surprised. Because I've never heard that. And like I told mom, I was like, mom, I literally do a true crime podcast. And you didn't think to tell me that my grandma may have lived in a house where someone died. And she's like, you know, it's casual. Like, oh, yeah, my bad. I also have a few little stories from my cousin, Kim. Kim, I love you. Thank you so much for sharing your stories. Um, As my mom said, um, you know, the Mulberry Black thing is a popular urban legend around that area of Kentucky. Kim also has a story about the Mulberry Black thing. She said when she was 16, her and a friend decided to drive across the bridge around that area to see if they could see anything. Um, you know, they stopped. Nothing really happened for a moment. And then all of a sudden, something smacked the bed of their truck. They, of course, screamed and took off, and they went down the road, and I guess they thought maybe a tree branch or something fell into the bed of the truck. They went out of the, tr- well, I hope they really were in a safe area, because that sounds like the beginning of any scary movies, like, oh, let's go check and see what's outside the truck, but luckily for them, nothing was on the bed of the truck, so they think it could have been the Mulberry Black thing. I don't know. I really don't know what the Mulberry Black thing is. I heard so many stories growing up. Like when I was a kid, my mom would tell me, but I also thought she was just like telling me some crap to scare me. I don't know, but apparently it's a popular wise tale in that area. So Google it if you have some time. Um, He also told me about how one time she was in the hospital with her dad and she was sitting on a pullout couch while her dad was sleeping. All of a sudden she had a really uneasy feeling and she looked up at the wall clock and it was one of those like old timey like, hand clocks, not the digital or anything. And all she looked, it was three o'clock in the morning. All of a sudden, the hands just started spinning out of control. And then like 30 seconds later, they stopped. And then the uneasy feeling in the room just dissipated. 
So, I don't know. I would have probably screamed and left the hospital at that time. But I'm just glad that my cousin's not as extra as I am. But that would have... Are you making fun of me, honey? No. <laughs> he said, no. And then another one she told me was... Uh, she called it, like, a weird dream. But, you know, we also think this dream was a message. Um... My, it would have been my cousin's grandma, which would have been my great grandma. She died and my cousin had a really hard time with it because her and granny were really close. And she said that was the, probably the first person in her life who passed away that she was super close with. So for like three days after she died, you know, she was still having a really hard time to process it, which, you know, totally makes sense. I mean, when my grandma passed away, I still have a hard time with it, and it's been years. Um, but she said one night she had a dream that she was at the funeral home, and she's actually at the funeral home with my mom in the dream, and they were sitting there crying, and my great-grandma was in the casket, and behind the casket was a stained glass window, and all of a sudden she said in the dream, my great grandma just got out of the casket and started praising Jesus. And then that stained glass window like had a light that like shined on my grandma. And then like she, you know, ascended to heaven. So I talked to her about it and we both, you know, agreed that we definitely think that was like a sign from, you know, her grandma, my great grandma that, you know, hey, not to worry, I'm in heaven. Um, so <clears throat> You know, I think sometimes, like in my opinion, you might think it's a little crap, but I think a lot of times, like, our loved ones can visit us in dreams and kind of just give us messages that, hey, everything's okay, I'm in a better place. Are you listening to me, honey, at all? Not at all. Okay, thanks, honey, for the support. <laughs> and my last story comes from my friend, Alonzo. Thank you so much for sending in this story, Alonzo. Um... The story reference actually um, where me and Alonzo met, we met in college in 2010. Um, it was like at a freshman orientation cookout or something. I don't know. But um, he's going to talk about one of the sort of rumors, urban legends that went on um, with one of the dorms on campus. So um, here goes his story. Um, a quick side note. This story does include a trigger warning. It does talk about sexual assault and rape. So um, I just wanted to give everyone a heads up um, if this is going to trigger something, just please skip ahead to the very end of the episode. Um, but here goes Alonzo's story. He wrote, I remember there was a time at college. One Friday night, a few friends and I were hanging out after eating dinner. From what I remember, there was a group of girls and we decided to go to a female dorm. Well, this dorm has four floors, but only three were used for dormitory purposes. There was a story told that this dorm at one point was a medical infirmary that was used to help veterans during some war. He forgot which war, and I honestly don't remember the story either at that point. And there was a girl who lived on the fourth floor. Now, the story goes that some guys went up there one night and either assaulted or raped her, and then they threw her in an elevator shaft. 
which states why the elevator doesn't work in that dorm. Another side note, that is the rumor that really was, or the urban legend that did go around that there was an elevator in that dorm that did not work, and that's why they kind of said that that never was fixed. Um, I do not know if there's truth to that or not. I'm just saying, I'm just saying as like someone who went to that college, that was what was told to us. Back to his story. Now back to us being upstairs. No students were allowed to go upstairs, but we did anyways. And as we were looking around, one of the girls took a picture in front of the mirror in the bathroom upstairs. And the girl was right behind her. At that moment, I just remember trying to get out of there as soon as possible. This college has hidden places that has bones that need to be discovered ghost-wise. Those fraternities and sororities probably have spirit entities too. Hope this helps. Alonzo, you were awesome. I completely forgot about that story until you told me about it. Um, but yeah, that was kind of like the legend going on in college that there was a girl that got killed on the fourth floor and thrown down the elevator, elevator, elevator shaft. And they never would house any girls up on the fourth floor after that. I don't know how much truth it is, but that's just kind of what the story was that I heard as well. Um, I didn't really say what college him and I went to because I just, yeah, I didn't want that college to at me. But anyways, you guys need to follow Alonzo on Instagram. I'm going to put his Instagram link in our bio. Um, it's at... Q-U-E Alonzo. Again, that's at Q-U-E-A-L-O-N-Z-O. And if you want to follow us on Instagram, it's at these idiots true crime. Again, hopefully Tabitha will be back next week. Um, I guess that's it for this episode. Thank you to everyone who shared their stories. Thanks, Mom. Thanks, Kim. Thanks, Alonzo. Hopefully we'll have some good episodes to kind of follow with the theme of October. If you have any suggestions or any stories you want to share with us or anything you want us to research, haunted locations or anything, just send us a message on Instagram, guys. Until then, I'm Shayla. I hope you have a wonderful weekend, wonderful day, wonderful everything. Um, yeah, be safe, guys. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Thank <laughs> you.